Anna. Hi, Sim. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? We're uh, we're doing all right, I think. Yeah, is this ad read time? It is ad read time. Last week, Sophia Bush online, everyone loved her. She was great. She was great, and um, the feedback has been amazing. Everyone loved the advice. And do you remember Courtney? She loves her job. Uh, she loves her boyfriend, and her boyfriend got a great offer somewhere else, and then she's wondering whether she should stay right, or right, go. Right, right. And it's like career versus love, that whole thing. So here is Allison's letter. Allison wrote in, she wrote, Hey, Anna and Sim, like most of your listeners, I have to say that I love the show. It's definitely a bright spot in my week. I love the Sophia Bush episode so much, particularly Sophia's nugget of wisdom. Quote, I'm not intimidating. You're just intimidated by me. Unquote. I can't stop thinking about it. It's a good quote. It's a great quote. While I'm not much older than the caller Courtney, I did want to share a piece of advice regarding her concerns with her job. First, employers aren't strangers to turnover and unconventional resumes, and they shouldn't make you feel bad about that. I had a couple of years where I wasn't staying at a job longer than eight months, and that's okay. I finally found a great job that I've been at for over four years. Don't let the guilt dictate your next move. Second, I loved Anna's advice about giving it three months. Again, going back to your job, you might find something you really hate about it. Or there may be a really weird work culture that comes to the surface the longer you were there. Some of the jobs that I held started really promising, but it ended with me being miserable for different reasons. While I hope that that's not true for you, I think giving yourself some more time at this position will absolutely help you and your boyfriend make the right decision. Best of luck to you, Courtney. I'm rooting for you. Love you, Anand Sim. Happy holidays. Best, Allison. Thank you, Allison. I love you too. And I think you're 100% right. So, Anna, we have Jake Johnson coming up and his movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse coming out December 14th. Everyone, here's Jake Johnson. All right. So, Anna, do you want to explain what's happening here or should I? Because to our listeners right now, it sound, it'll sound a little different. You told me to, not to emote earlier. Did I? <laughs> no, I asked okay, what aggro meant. Oh, yeah, that's true. You did. We'll talk about that later. So we have our class here, our USC class from Creating the Hit podcast. And we're going to introduce our special guest in a second. Do you want to say hi to the class? Um, yes. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for being here. And congratulations on completing your class, our class, <laughs> which I don't know if you got anything out of. <laughs> but I really, really appreciate you guys being here and being with Sim Every week. Good job, man. <laughs> All right. I, now you can introduce our yeah, special guest. Well, that, Thank you. You know, that seven grand. Seven grand what? That we got for teaching the class. We did not get. Are you, are you kidding? I wish we got seven grand. <laughs> oh, we didn't? No. <laughs> oh. We can talk about that later. Well, all right. We're, we're at USC. We're at USC. It's the most amazing institution in the world. Hey, Jake Johnson, thank you so much for being well, here. Well, thank you for having me. And you know it's 2018 when there is a college class about making a podcast. That's yes. right. It's like, oh, we are officially in the new world. Uh, yes. Like, we can all have our voice, even if it's incredibly boring and obnoxious. I don't think that is the sell. 
<laughs> that is not what you guys learn. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's how I'm discouraging my competition. You are so smart, actually. <laughs> Be really boring. Yeah. Don't have yeah. anything to say. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, I, can I have a quick, a quick question? Do you of mind? Of course, of course. For the professors uh, and the I students love it. who aren't Take liked. it over, Jake. Um, what is the big takeaway for somebody who is new to the podcast world, myself? What is the thing to teach? Just wait. You have a podcast? No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> okay. I'm we, new we to po- I'm new to listening to podcasts, being in podcasts. I'm new well, to podcasts. Have you listened to podcasts? Yes. Uh, which ones? Yours. Um, uh, I feel like that was a little. <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to many podcasts. Well, I think that there's the intimacy yes. of it. And the freedom of being able to listen to something whenever you want and that isn't structured. That's interesting. So the free form of it, the intimacy of it. Yeah. So there's fictional podcasts. There's um, our Lucy fucking Goosey podcast. Although it is structured. We do have a format. It it feels like it's not, but we do. People know that there are beats that we we hit. uh, Fuck you, Sim. Yeah. This this, this is how she (laughs) takes it. Right. True. (laughs) This is like. This is the core. She's, of she's it. pointing at the whiteboard that says "fuck you, Sim," and then yeah. says, uh, I, "I feel it." Give us love. a good grade, Dick. Give us a good grade, Dick. But yes. authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that it's sort of the opportunity, and sort of exactly what we're experiencing in the world of television and and movies to some degree, not quite as much, but but like this this format that feels it could be something that's seven minutes long. It could be something like ours, which is like five hours long. <laughs> There's a sense of a little Wild West freedom-ish and who knows exactly what will what will land. Um, I mean, but the way we look at it is that we're living in an on-demand society. It's on-demand everything. I mean, the next step, logical step would be or, on-demand audio, right? Or my, Especially when all the cars are connected. Or, then you might, you don't want to hear just a radio show in the middle or, of the show. Or my dear friend... For 20 years, hitched his wagon to a scary movie. One, you, two, you, three. you find a superstar <laughs> actor and you hitch your wagon to them, and, and then you just see your like, career uh, just like go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> About relationships, and then ooh, I guess uh, we make money. Uh, we get to teach a class. And, <laughs> Um, hey, Jake, thank you. <laughs> thanks so much for being here. My All right, so I know I've said that, and I will say it again about four more times. Can I ask you a few questions? Sure. All right, so when did you move here? I moved here in um, 2004 to Las Palmas on Selma, and this neighborhood has dramatically changed. You know, this building especially. Selma Street used to be one of the scariest streets in Los Angeles. Um, so... Yeah, I moved here in 2004. I uh, was working at the Hollywood Park Casino. I was a caterer. How did you get your big break? Um, I mean, I don't want to hear about the waiting table story. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. I booked a commercial. Which one? um, I did a bunch of them. The first one was a pop-up ad I did for SBC Yahoo. And then I did a Tampax commercial where I represented the before guy in an upgrade spot. You know, the, you know the old tampon pearl commercials? Uh, now that's an upgrade. Where you have a regular old tampon and then it goes... Course. Now that's an upgrade. We always do our research. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 
Well, I was one of my big first commercials. Wait, was is, I, I knock is on it, the are door. You, are you, so, okay, okay, okay. so here's the commercial. Yeah. I knock on. Uh, there's a woman okay. in a pink room. The door opens. It's me. There's a bucket of chicken in my hand, and I say chicken. <laughs> then you hear, and then there's a hunk in a suit with a bottle of wine, and he goes wine, and then it goes. Now that's an upgrade. And it's signifying it's time to upgrade to a different type of tampon. So that's the big break, everybody. I I would have thought that it would have been more sort of humiliating to be the female in a tampon commercial. No, it was worse for me. But what kind of chicken was it? (laughs) Fried. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I that dude, what? yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I did, I did uh, commercials for a while, and then my big break was meeting Liz Merriweather. I did a indie movie called uh, Ceremony, directed by Max Winkler, and uh, Liz Merriweather, who created New Girl, was editing or doing a punch up with Max for a script. And while Max was editing that movie, she saw my stuff. She and I got to know each other, and then she put me in No Strings Attached, and then from that, she put me in New Girl. And can I ask you about, like, maybe your worst audition experience? Yeah. Um, hmm, I've had a lot of really bad ones. Um, have you had really bad ones? Oh, well, most, yeah, 90%. <laughs> They're hard. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I had, um, I know one really bad one. It was for that show, Kath and Kim, that happened probably 12. Yeah. You remember? Yeah, it was like yeah. a big thing uh-huh. at NBC, and they mm-hmm. brought in everybody to do it. And I was a re- it was a really embarrassing one because all my friends, it was at that time where your peer group, everybody hung out all the time, and we all went to the same auditions. And everybody I knew who and I hung out was, was at that audition for Kath and Kim. So you're in the waiting a room, room. Bigger than this. With everybody, all the women who were going out for Kath, then all the Kim types. I was all like the one of the dude types. I think Mikey Day got the job. And we're all doing bits. But the annoying thing about it was the producers were really taking their time with each actor. So each actor got 20 minutes in the room. So that's why it was so crowded. And I'm doing bits with everybody. We're all getting laughs. They go, Jake Johnson, you're up. I walk in. It was like three scenes. I, I felt memorized. I did the first scene, and as soon as I was done, I had been in the room for a minute. They go, thanks so much for coming in, man. And I go, oh, yeah. And you can't say as an actor, well, fuck off, man. I rehearsed this. Let me finish. So I go, great. And I walked out, and everybody I knew were still there, and they thought I was doing a bit like I did so bad, like that I walked in and said, like, give me a sec, and I'm going to crack my friends up. And I go, like... All right, everybody, good luck. And they're like, oh, yeah? You didn't even finish the three? And I had to go like, nah, it's not a joke. Yeah. I'm really going it home Turns now. out they want somebody less good looking. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Any bit I tried to do fell flat because then all like that, like that hit of failure hits you. So I had to walk off while everybody thought I was over committing to the bit of leaving. <laughs> and I knew when I got in the elevator... What a nightmare. They're waiting for me to come back, and then it's going to hit. We didn't let him say. I just didn't get it. They didn't like So they were like, oh, you're getting in the elevator. Way to commit. And I had to be like, okay. They honestly said that was enough. And that was it. That was a pretty Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bad one. They regret it now, though. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but auditions are hard. You know, I, well, it's yeah. a different skill. It's a different skill. Uh, but what do you think makes it a different skill? I think that when you have when you get the job of an actor there and we were kind of talking about this a little bit before about you know ownership of material and being able to change it a little bit and make it your own mm -hmm. but when you're auditioning it's obviously not yours so I feel as an actor embarrassed to take ownership when they you know if you walk into an audition they say you have any questions well you never want to question anything you're you're invited to the party for a minute and a half. So you don't want to say like, sure. And they never fucking mean. And they don't mean it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Well, like, what does is, what is life mean? Like, oh, like, do I have any questions? Sure. I'm a Sagittarian. And I don't know why that's of fucking importance. <laughs> <laughs> but am I allowed to ask that now? You know, I think you're in there and you're pretending that it's yours, but it's not yours. And then once you get the job, you can start taking ownership. But I'm not really a good actor if I don't feel like I can grab hold of the part. Oh God, I was off on a mental tangent about the idea of actually asking that question, do you have any questions, which maybe actually means, are you high maintenance? Oh, that's interesting. That it's one of those things like you hear in certain things they say, like pick anywhere you want to sit, uh, yeah. but they're already judging you. So if they, by them saying you have any questions, if you it's, do, that's yeah. trouble. It's like, well, I don't know about that motivation. Oh, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah. I guess for Kath and Kim, I asked three questions. <laughs> because, well, yeah, it's a trap. So what's been your most rewarding role? Uh, or at least the role that you've, I found a lot of joy in. Yeah, well, New Girl was a seven-year job. So that was obviously, you know, the biggest one. So there's obviously something there. Um, but the rewarding's tricky because I really like to, every job, you know, I mean, I know you know this as an actor, but there's really good about every job and there's really bad about them. But a lot of what's good is not the final product and a lot of what's bad isn't the final product. It's like a weird version of camp. <laughs> and you have like certain people you really connect to. But what I now realize is when a movie's over or a project's over. You realize your counselor was kind of just an ass, even though you. <laughs> or it's just all that. over where you're like super close. And I used to when I first started acting, I would really think like, so we're going to all stay in each other's lives. We just had this experience. And now I realize that like, well, it was a hell of a six weeks. You know, we had a blast. I actually think you guys are all great people, but. Go back to your weird lives. Are you still in touch, though, with new girl people? Yeah, the, the Max Greenfield just sent Damon and I a text uh, today. He saw a sign in the valley that was some shop for men five feet eight and under, a clothing store. And he said, hey, brother, found a perfect shop for you. I'm 5'10". I didn't take that kindly. <laughs> and then Hannah Simone uh, heard of a song that somebody put on Spotify called Nick Miller and sent it to all of us, Nick Miller's my character's name, that she wrote a song about it, and then Lamorne Morris, who played Winston, made a video of himself listening to that song and how it affected him. So we're all still doing bits, and I think we will for a while. You know, we all got really close. Have you played mostly one-syllable characters? 
No. But I had to think about it. I play mostly like an IE or a Y character. You do. <laughs> well, my problem It's like friendly and vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you what was your process with mom? Was mom just like a call ass. that you just they said you want to do this? Um, well, yeah, it was an odd thing. I The script sort of uh, oddly arrived on my door. It was just in a manila envelope. And and then the next day, I found out that Chuck Lorre wanted to meet with me. And I had a 10-month-old. And my agent was like, it's not an audition. But, you know. But you're meeting with Chuck Lorre. Did he want to hear yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So, he so was, it's not but, an audition, yeah, but you're doing yeah. the scenes. My agent was like, but just... Just be familiar with like these three oh, scenes. Come on. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and it was a great script, and uh, and I did it. And I I think I put my foot in my mouth as I always do. That should be our next podcast, Sim. Foot in mouth. <laughs> so your son was ten months old. Yeah. So multicam seems I, nice. Did, I, were you well, looking for work? Were you? I, I well, I felt like my identity as a new mom. I felt suddenly. That I would be unhirable. Like really? I, I absorbed, yeah, I absorbed sort of the cliche of if people identify me as a mom and I'm in the public eye, then I won't be hireable. I know. I, well, I don't, I, yeah. But that was the thought. That was the thought. So no matter what anybody says, it doesn't matter because that's how you felt. Right? I mean, but don't we all have those like individual hangups in certain sure. ways? But so you got this, you liked it. I love it that you are turning this whole thing around. Just, oh, that's what I was thinking in the back of my head. Am I allowed to Sim, or no? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm curious about you, Anne. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Thank you. Oh, well, I, I'm actress. a huge fan of yours. Thank you. Sim asked me earlier today if I hadn't made it as an actor, what I would no, be. No, I, I said if your oh, career. Scary, so oh, yeah, you got right. off to a great start with, with Scary Movie when you moved here. I said, like so many other actors, if your career didn't sustain itself after Scary Movie, what do you think you would have done? That's what I asked you. Yeah. And I told you that I wanted to uh, be a hotel manager, a lower echelon Playboy Bunny, which I got. <laughs> What's a lower got, echelon? Is that just a web? You know, the ones that don't actually have to like do much. <laughs> they just hang out in the mansion? Yeah. Those are They're cool. just like, we'll sleep in the bunk bed across the street. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not quite as hot, but... <laughs> but we're know. here. We got we're the money here. here. Yeah, we're the gigglers. What um, was your way in? Because I, I knew you as a, you know, I know you as a comedy actress, but I, I don't know you from the improv scene and the comedy scenes. I was a theater actor. That sounds so lofty. But I, uh, yeah, I grew up doing theater, so I had no friends in Seattle. <laughs> and then when I decided to move here, I, I, I was lucky enough to get Scary Movie, but I had never done comedy, and I just thought... So you came out of thinking dramatic acting or just I acting? was just thinking... I would, no, I was thinking IHOP, waitress. Sure. <laughs> like... And let's see if I'm if I can actually pull anything off. It still is not a comfortable format for me. Comedy, comedy? yeah, yeah. Most circles of comedy, I feel like I know most people from either twenty years ago at the UCB New York, or they were at Chicago Second City, or they're a ground link, or they're a stand up, and then there are a few people who break through to the upper echelon, like yourself, who didn't do all that training, and. 
I think that's more are you, impressive. Are you, are you mad? Uh, I would have been. I probably was when I first watched you. <laughs> but I've got some jobs too, so I'm okay. <laughs> uh, but when I didn't get paid as an actor until I was 27. I'm so uncomfortable in like the world. I don't mean to be indulgent about my insecurity about the world of comedy, but I do feel um, it's it's like always kind of an unnatural fit a bit because I I. <laughs> I just don't know what my face is doing. <laughs> I love it that you laughed like that. It just makes it feel like fills my heart with with sweet honey. Um, okay, so wait, I uh, we don't have to talk about your uh, relationships at all. But do you mind if you imagined? Yeah. Would you date this profession? Would I date this profession? Yes, hang okay. on. A real housewife. No, no, no. Okay. Hey, was this an and or, or just would you date? I, you can elaborate if you feel like it. From the reality shows? Yeah. No way. I don't want that trash in my house. I don't even mean those ladies. <laughs> no, I don't mean those ladies. I mean the cameras and the smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, get out of my, I didn't, I don't mean, I'm not calling those ladies trash. Do not spin this. <laughs> Do we not. Got no, we got it. I've lost We got the headline. We got the headline. Clickbait. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I got a funny story about clickbait really fast. Do you mind? Yeah, not at all. So this is just, I've, I've tried to be more careful with PR and all that because of clickbait. But six years ago, I was doing an Associated Press interview when New Girl was just starting. It was a, a interview with a bunch of people in the room. We were all doing bits and having fun. And they said... What do you like about now being recognized? And I gave a sincere answer where I was like, well, it's nice, blah, blah, but you give like the sweet gratitude answer. What a fucking dick question. I know, they set me up, which I didn't realize. And then they said, yeah, but is there anything bad about it? And I was like, oh, come on, you know, like it's, it's nice. And they go, what's bad about it? And I said, playfully, you know, as a man who's not very touchy with other men, which I'm not, you know, my brother and I, who's my best friend, we've probably hugged 20 times in our whole lives. I go, the amount of men who I've hugged for selfies and their ears have touched my ear while we're trying to fit in That's their phone. Really funny. It's just a lot. That was it. About a week later, I was on Yahoo checking my email and it said, new girl star to male fans, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then the comments must have been 20,000. My first thought was, it was the morning, I was drinking coffee. I went, ooh, Zoe gonna get it. She's the new girl star. She must have done something. And I go like, ooh, man, poor girl. Because I was like, she didn't mean anything. I start, I hit the look at the comments. F you, you're so unblocked, so much hate. And then I, midway through looking at all the hate, I realized they were talking about me. And I was like, Oh, no, I read the article, and they just took that. So I've tried to be more careful, but obviously I'm not. Hey, I just everyone. said the ladies are all trash. <laughs> hey, everyone. We are here on the red carpet <laughs> at the 2019 Emmys. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. We've got Jake Johnson. <laughs> I'm beige McKenzie O'Brien. <laughs> Hey, quick question, Jake. Yeah. A couple of things. Um, so what do you like about being famous? <laughs> like, what turns you on? Well, it's just really nice. There's a lot of hard work, so I'm oh, glad that the fans really like, like it. Is like, kind of incredible to, like, be 
a sex symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for the time, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Jake, one more question. Um, what do you like about being sort of, you know, enjoyable as you are? Because you're not only funny, but you're attractive. And oh, thank you know you. that you're married. Oh, but, thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what do you enjoy about sort of being, uh, I don't know, a narcissist? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're at, though. And then you have to answer. And so you get put in a bad spot when you say one bad thing. Oh, you sure do. <laughs> you, you sure, sure do. do. You sure do, Jake. I can't look anymore. Right, smart. You know, the scrutiny, sort of that, the trapping is, it feels like a part of, I don't know, as actors, don't you feel like you want to escape, but then you can't? And that's kind of why I started this podcast. I mean, along with a few other reasons, but control of my own narrative, how I wanted to, I want to escape into characters, but now that I feel like I'm sort of, publicly judged in a certain way in a framework i want to control that but that's actually really cool that that to me makes like honestly i was at a meeting today and i was talking about podcasts with uh some younger people and i became that guy at 40 where i was really old and it was something i wanted to ask about and it was the thought of what is the big push for somebody like you to just now be really honest and say, like, you are a wildly successful uh, actress. You've already made it. So to make a podcast, I'm like, all right, so she's doing this. She's into it. And my question was never a judgment of why are people. It was more, but what? Because it takes work. You worked all day today. We're here at night. But it's to, if part of the answer is to control your own narrative. But the bigger part is to have connections with people. Like, just the normal connection of talking to strangers and talking to, to people that celebrity isn't necessarily dictated by. Like, when we call people uh, um, on, on the podcast and they tell us about their relationships, it feels like a chance to have a human connection which sounds corny but it's nice i crave like that like odd anonymity in a public forum yeah which is fucked up but it's interesting well we're about to get more interesting hopefully i hope so too oh wait oh we're about to like a little bit of a fuck you All right, so wait. Uh, you guys, do we want real, to you do... guys have an interesting thing. We've known oh, yeah, each other for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what about um, a corrections officer? Would I marry a corrections officer? You don't have to marry, just... Yeah, just I, would, I would date a corrections officer. All right, all right. Um, do you what believe about... that? I think there's something sexy about that. I watch those shows locked up and all that. The, you know, uh, 60 days in, you're dealing with all those criminals all day. You're the weird authority. Sure, absolutely. Okay, wait. <laughs> so weird lady ball. That's way more interesting than a housewife on uh, whatever channel they're Fair on. Fair enough, but she's got a long commute. To the to corrections place? <laughs> yeah, well, a long work commute. And she's tired. Listen, the, and there's a lot of like, you know, there was just this piece in the New York Times. 
which I read, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Very good. It's about how, like, a lot of correction, female correction officers are abused, whatever. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes on. Like, they're getting, like, jerked off to, whatnot. So. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with our bedroom. <laughs> I mean, if she comes home and wants to talk about that, we'll talk about it. But I'm like. Oh, God, honey. I got jerked off to by guy, nine. The one guy. <laughs> Which one? 914 or 918? Which cell number? 916. Oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I mean, he's always been sweet. <laughs> you never said 916 was... The reason I couldn't is if she had weird relationships. The jealousy would really say. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> but, ugh. I accidentally left the thing open, and <coughs> sure enough, I got a little fountain as I walked by, and he was the one guy I could trust. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. You bring up valid points. Listen, I know I'm a union member and a very powerful union. <laughs> I look. I make 47 dollars, <laughs> 49 cents per hour, which is fucking... Not Good, bad. you know that, babe. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> I know you want to pursue your dream of acting, but I'm now hating this relationship. <laughs> I thought we I were. I know that I had to challenge you. Yeah, fine, you challenged me. <laughs> that lady correction officer, pass. <laughs> A different fictional one that I get to create. I'm in. <laughs> Who's that one? She's definitely not saying I the amount of money she makes per hour, and then says. <laughs> I know you want to pursue your acting. <laughs> She's not allowed to talk about We're not talking finances. We're not getting married. We're just going out for dinner. She, she travels for two and a half hours. <laughs> every fucking well, day. Well, where's the, where's the uh, jail? Ah, it's always two and a half hours day. no matter what. Yeah, of course. Well, then we live too far apart. Dude, I'm sorry you want to be anything yeah. goes. <laughs> Take me back to man. Fast, I can't do this. All right, fine. The location that was a good challenge, work. though. It was a good challenge. You you had an easy yes, yes and I, I wanted agree. to press you on that. All right. Okay, what about a hand model? A hand model? Yeah. I need more information. <laughs> she just models her hands? Yeah. I can't, I mean, I, I have to remain neutral. <laughs> I like an attractive hand. But it's not a swinging vote for me. I'm not, that's not a make or break. 
That's true. I didn't really think this went out. But she wears gloves a lot. Then she covers up her one great quality. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's making money off that quality. Why are you wearing gloves? What else is she covering up? I can't do these secrets. I pass. What we do normally, uh, the second part of the show, go to the calls and they ask for relationship advice and we actually give heartfelt relationship advice. At least we try to. We're unqualified to do so. Uh, We're a little twist. We have our class here. So there are two members of our class that are going to come here and speak to us. Where's Ashley? Ashley. Hi, Ashley. All right. Meet Jake Johnson. Nice to meet you, Ashley. Nice to meet you. So, Ashley, you are a, what, a senior now? I'm Taking a our class, you're a junior. Yeah. So tell us what's going on in your life right now. There's a guy that you've been hooking up with. Tell us the whole story. And we're going to try and give you advice here. I'm going to try to be as quick as I can. No, but you don't have no, to be. Is this all real? Okay. This is what my podcast is about, too. So just heads up. Yeah, by the way, they're all, they're all doing their own podcast as they're finding. Oh, great. Essentially... My roommate introduced me to her friend and thought, you know, we'd really hit it off. And we did, and we started hooking up. And then about like a week or two into it, he was saying things like, I want to convert to your religion. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not making this up. (laughs) I, I want you to meet my family over Thanksgiving. He mentioned engagement rings, and I'm just like, okay, like, I've really only, you know, hooked up with guys before. I haven't had the whole feelings thing, and especially feelings from, like, a guy. So it was just a lot to process. So then I'm like, okay, he's in it. Let's see where this goes. And then after a month and a half of talking, he ends it and is like, look, we jumped into this too fast. <laughs> the time, and he, I'm not kidding. And, and he's like, you know, just the timing isn't right because, you know, I have classes. Uh, he's crazy. <laughs> and I just really think we need to work on our friendship in order for this to continue. And so here we are. I try to, you know, reach out, be friendly, because he's friends with my roommates. You know, we have, sam- like, similar circles. And he just is, like, very uncomfortable and unresponsive towards me. And then I found out later that he was hooking up with another girl while we were hooking up, and, like, that's fine. But I asked him, and he lied. So that was just a whole other, le- like, level to it. And after he's saying he wants to convert to Judaism, like... <laughs> Like, is she Jewish too? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was a lot. What's your emotional attachment? Like, do I don't you, think do I you... can have, like, an emotional attachment here. But, but is, um, do you feel like you really crushed on him hard and you feel a little heartbroken? I think we got along very well from the start. Like, we're very similar. But then he jumped the gun and then, I think he freaked himself out, which, I mean, I was freaked out too, but I just want it to be normal. I want to be able to hang out with my friends and him feel comfortable and me feel comfortable and, you know. I think a couple of things he said were... Questionable. Yeah, manipulative. What do you think? I think uh, he's a weirdo. (laughs) 
Uh, I think your good friends should probably have a conversation with you where you just say, or you have a comment where you say, this dude's a fucking weirdo. And then be nice to him, but hopefully he fades away as quickly as possible because that's really bizarre behavior. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Right? Oh, wait. Yeah. Did you ever fall in love? Were you, was there a moment where you're both like, we're in love with each other? No. You were like, we were hooking up for a week and then. He wants mm -hmm. to get married. And you're he like, drove six hours to see me in San Francisco. We had been texting for three days. Right. But you <laughs> never, it, you were never 50-50. No. This is a complicated story. And he sort of tells you that he's sleeping with somebody else. Oh, he, he didn't tell tried, me. I found was. out through his friend. What friend? I mean, not, you don't have to tell me. But it's just like his I friend. I just wonder if that's fine. female friend. No. Okay. There's a lot going on with There's this There's a guy. lot going Are on. You trying, so right now, is it going to be awkward? If you never talk to him again, would it be awkward because you're going to run into him a lot because you see him in social circles? Yeah. So the last time I saw him, my roommate was like, let's just hang out with each other. Let's not talk to the boys because she was dealing with something else. And so I followed that and didn't you know, say hi to them or anything. And then I get a text later in the day saying, why don't you say hi to us? You're a pregame. And I'm like, relax. Like... It's just not my place anymore, you know? Here's what I would do. Pretend to be totally over it and think he's totally normal and act really nice around him and then cut that fish off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> but be really nice. You don't want to get in any weird fights about like, are you being weird with me? Whatever you're going through, pal. Go through that on your own time. I'm yeah. so nice yep. and friendly with you. You're cool. We had a great thing. Okay. Yep. And then in like five months... He's going to like arrive drunkenly yes. at your doorstep and he'll be like, but I love you so much. <laughs> and that's when I urge you to also resist. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> Don't go. Whatever. It'll be good for my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Literally do it. For my the podcast. Don't do it. Okay. It'll be another weirdo uh, for the podcast. Get rid of this But you one. know what? Oh, I'm sure Fucking God bless yeah. love and lust and whatever in our journeys well ashley do you have any more questions for us i'm so any, sorry any, do you have any like specific I, questions or do you think you're good well i've probably like talked about this with everyone in my life and it's just probably annoying everyone it's just you really you really like him i did well, it's because oh, I had it. That's really new like, information. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, you play yeah, yeah. it differently. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you not don't still like him, though. Yeah, do you still like him? She does. Yes, she does. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. offended yeah. of how it went yeah. down. Yeah. Well, this is yeah, a spin. Yeah. Do you really like him? Yeah, she's. No, got, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But listen, whenever you not get really, are you still attracted to him right now? Yeah, yeah, I think he's cute. Oh, so in five months, you're letting him in? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I'm afraid of. Yeah, she's, she's nodding her head yes. Yeah, for Look sure. Look at her laughing. So he's, you guys are oh, playing shit. the same game. This is not good. But it's, I didn't talk about feelings. But that was your play to not talk about feelings. You were having feelings. Well, because I wasn't there yet. Jerry Springer crowd. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but dude's not going to be open to this kind of conversation. Well, especially because he's so open about him. No. Well, he didn't no. he talk about I, Well, then he goes, oh, we rushed into this. But after he initiated all of it. Yeah. I truly did not initiate one of these things. And like, you can look at my text. Did he like, ever say he loved you? No. He's talking about marriage and converting, but he doesn't say I love you? Correct. Your generation's weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys have it all flipped around. Yep. 
Well, how you could, how could you talk about getting married? He said, I did not initiate what, so the conversation. So you're laying in bed or whatever you're doing. And he said, you know, we should have a conversation about engagements. It wasn't like, how did it go? Well, let's talk about ring sizes. <laughs> like, well, how was it? What happened? Well, this was literally the day after he drove to, to San, San Francisco. Fran. We're just like at the tailgate talking the entire time. And then I don't, e- I couldn't even tell you how it came up. I was Parapher- also drunk. That's okay. What if you had to paraphrase it? Just to get us to the... I you couldn't. Can't, I, I couldn't. Okay. Yeah. But that stuck out to me. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> because you get intoxicated with the idea, like the moment. And that's human and wonderful. But then there's the thing of like, well, what are the consequences? Or not consequences, but sort of how does it affect your, um, your, your own confidence i suppose after a few months pass and you're suddenly like why doesn't this person like me anymore when they you know told me that they loved me and they wanted to be with me forever and i think that this dude sounds like not that guy that i'm describing i'm just describing my own past <laughs> but that you get swept up in something and can i play detective for a second mm-hmm. uh, yes please i'm nervous you should be okay <laughs> so here's what we heard from the beginning you had no feelings mm-hmm. this weirdo who i sold up the river comes up to you after a week i want to convert let's get married correct you're whatever who cares then he's done and now you're kind of confused yeah in terms of the engagement, you're saying you don't even know how you got to that point. Is it possible that in that drunkenness, you said something like, I love you, you're crazy, I want to marry you? Absolutely not. But you don't remember. You're on Your Honor, she doesn't remember. No, 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 no. She doesn't remember. No, 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 no. I totally disagree with you. Like, yeah, I have feelings, but it just takes me like a long time. To open up. She's like, protective. I'm an open book. I'll yeah. talk about anything. Uh, but she's protecting to, her heart. Yeah. So there's the, just yes. no Does way. No the heart want to be penetrated? Sometimes. <laughs> Interesting usage of words. <laughs> <laughs> While you guys were in it and he was talking about converting, mm-hmm. what was your take on that when he said, This is great? You know, if things got serious, I would convert. In my thought process, I was like, Easy, cool. Like, I, I'm not planning on converting. Like, that could be good, but I'm not thinking of marriage. But what did you say in that, like, with that back and forth? I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. Well, he said it multiple times, but also it's because my roommate's Jewish. Right. And she's the one who kind of set us up. So she was like, hey, you got to WTC. And I'm like, what's WTC? Willing to convert. <laughs> WTC. And so I was like, oh, really? And then we got in this conversation, and then he was like, no, honestly, Judaism rocks. And I'm like, Hell yeah, it does. Okay. The thing that we all fall into is when we like somebody simply because they don't like us. Is you know, and the, and this guy, I, I, he, it feels like he's actually obsessive without like being rational. I mean, I still think that it, yeah, like the weird here. yeah 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 yeah. It's definitely like over. I just don't see it. But I like a high drama. Right. And it sounds like that's high noon at USC. Yeah. yeah. 
So, Ashley, I hope you're okay with this advice. Yeah. No, it's... There was, the, yeah. there was no advice. The advice I don't know what is, the advice is exactly. Just, the advice is simply that we all go through fucking heartbreak that usually is about one's own self. We like somebody simply for their loving of us. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, <laughs> but I do think... That you should avoid this dude. <laughs> yes, we all we all agree this guy is not the right guy Don't for you. you. Guys do you guys agree? That. Right. Yeah. Like, but do we all think in five months when he knocks on that door, he's gonna? Oh, she's nodding her head. Yes, and it's so Jake. That's what I'm saying it's this. It's, is it's, you. Know, it's just a, there was a friendship along with it. Listen, right. that's why you I'm like a him. big Listen, believer in what? friends. Always people can be friends after. All this shit. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I know. Yeah, I know. But so that's why it's annoying. When he was sleeping with another girl, at that point, that friendship should have been null and void. I mean, especially not talking about it. Well, I didn't know about it. Well, it doesn't matter. You know about it now. Yeah. So five months from now, when he comes knocking on your door, which he will, he will come knocking on your door, or he will start sending you text messages. But I've got a question. When you're, we're saying you let him in, are you going to hook up with him again, or do you want to be his friend in five months? I mean, I'd like to be his friend now, but... But how about in five months? I truly don't even think I'll see him until, like, 2019, you know? Well, 2019 is in two months. (laughs) A month. A month. Well, yeah. Like that's time. I'm, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm really confused. I'm confused by our students here, all of them. Sim. Yes. Fine. We're fine. Here's what happens. Can, can explain what I'm. I'm so lost. You fall for somebody, and uh, like they seem, you know, they're attractive and popular, and they're manipulative. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can fuck it, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I just don't want to see Ashley falling for him again. I, I don't want to see this guy in, his, in her life again. And True. she will. True. True. Yeah, this guy's yeah. kind She's of a smiling. dick. smiling. Look at her. Yeah. She likes him. Of course she does. Because we, well, this is just a uh, we all like fucking right assholes. Now. All right, all right. Okay, Since fine. That's you me. have liked an asshole. I, like, we've all fu- we're all fucking guilty of liking... All right. Uh, like, we want the approval, right? Ashley? I'm good. Oh. You're good? I'm over oh. it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're good with Ashley, then we're done with her. Good we're luck, Ashley. I'm done with her. That's like that <laughs> dick. Man, are we, fit, are we through with talking about her, her problem? Can we, can we get to oh. Elise? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. How do I? No, but. No, I, mean, no, I feel no, like, no. I think, are we? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait Ashley, wait. hang on a second. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm, I'm, I want to think yeah. I'm being a dick. Well, I know that you do have a newborn, so. But I just want, I want Ashley never to see this guy again. I care about it. Uh, yes. Okay? Yes. And I know completely. she's going to. But I know that that's an easy answer. But yes, it's true. Okay. I think you yeah. guys might this end up together and have dick. some fun. <laughs> I think there's some, I think there's a lot of gray area in this one. I, was he a dick? There's yes. There's a lot of. Gray. But you guys, you're saying now that you guys were also friends before. You miss him as a friend. He got so head and over heels. Then he probably got scared. He didn't feel like you were reciprocating. So then maybe he got insecure. The cheating sucks. That's hard to justify. By the way, you're not going to like this guy in 10 years. 15 years, oh, for sure. you're going to definitely for hate sure. this guy. But there yeah. were not 15 years from now. She's talking about 2019 like it's a long <laughs> time from now. <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, she's worried about 40. <laughs> you're fine. All right, no. fine. Then have fun. Go hook up with him five months. I, yeah, that's, that's, do whatever you want to do. That's a better advice. That, the better advice is just have fun and realize that you're not going to end up with him, so just have fun. That's the advice? That's right. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, Ashley, thank you. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We have Elise. And all right, Elise, meet meet Jake Johnson. Hello. Hello, nice Hi, to meet you. Hi, I'm Elise. Nice hey, Elise. to meet you. Nice to Hi, meet you, Elise. Hi, Anna. How are Hi, you? Hi, Sam. Thank Hi. you for doing How's it this. How's it going? Doing, it's going well. Thank you for doing this. Where are you from, Elise? I'm from New Jersey, which is part of my problem. Woo! <laughs> tell us, just part go ahead and tell us what's going problem on. problem who's from there. So I moved out to LA for college, um, and I'm very, I'm a very ambitious individual, probably like to a fault. And um, I really like to throw myself into work when I feel like feelings surface um, as a way to like deviate from relationships. And so... Uh, I met someone who I think is really cool, and we started, like, I don't know, talking? Is that the correct term? Talking? I don't know. Um, and he told me that he wants to move to the East Coast when we graduate, and, like, I don't know what I want to do when I graduate. Like, I don't know if I want to stay in L.A. or go back to the East Coast, but we have this, like, weird relationship going on. And I don't, yeah, it's just been, I've been thinking about it a lot, you know, because I'm about to graduate, so like. You graduate in May? Yeah, I graduate in May. And he's from the East Coast? No, he's from, um, oh God, he's from Chicago. So why does he want to go to the East Coast? For her. Uh, No, he wants to move to New York. Um, I don't know why. How long have you guys been talking? Um, oh God. So that's like plot A, but like the, the B plot is like, we have mutual friends and that was how we met. But it was like a messy kind of situation. How come? He like dated one of my best friends. Ah. Yeah. And then. Uh, so when it started, you had to be like, this isn't happening. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we yeah, can't just, do this. I bold faced lied to all of my friends. You I was did? like, oh, yeah, no, no, oh, no. Okay. I, I know they they're fine. They like don't really talk anymore, which is kind of unfortunate because they're both really cool people. But, um, like everyone knew, like it wasn't an unknown. Actually, people had to come to me and be like, he's into you. And I was like, whomst? And they were like him. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then, cause that's how oblivious I am, I guess. And then it kind of started like picking up from there, but it wasn't like a secret, secret meetings. At this point in your life, my opinion is like, I don't know, you can't do anything for anyone else but yourself. Mm. You've worked too hard. Totally. Um, yeah, that's you're true. doing too much to um to give up any anything for for somebody else. That's mm. just right. That's kind of the right that's I don't even think there's a gray area on that answer. Yeah. Thanks. It's just kind of right. Thanks. <laughs> so 
<laughs> but you know, because what else could it be? Like, any other right. answer besides that, we could all dance around it. Uh, but, but you I, gotta just play your own game. But it, right, but I mean, I was guilty of of that. Like I, you know, I, I when I first got to LA, I I moved here for um, an actor that was in Lovers Lane. I got gutted in a weirdly orgasmic way. <laughs> it was weird. But, um, I mean, the death orgasm. But, um, but, but no, it was, true. it was like a felicity thing. It was like, oh, like, I'm this, like, cute dude that likes me. And, and I'm, I'm glad that I did. But, um, but I, I also recognize that um, that youthfulness that I want to um, prevent, you know, sort of my child from from following, you know, like when I get to tell Jack when he's older, um, not you, Jake. I didn't think you were talking about that. <laughs> but thank you for clarifying. <laughs> That was so weird and awesome. <laughs> so can I add something else that I guess is an important detail? So I hate Los Angeles, which is part of the reason that I'm thinking of moving. Someone did not like that. Um, which is part of the reason I'm, I'm thinking of moving back to New York is because I love the East Coast and I don't like L.A. But I don't think that that's the best move for my career. But then, like, aside from this relationship, it's, like, my happiness versus my career. And like what, I don't know, it's, it's a very confusing... Well, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm an actor. Actors can start in New York, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is harder, it is harder. It is harder, yeah. yeah. And I like, I don't know, I... But then I feel like, why did I come here for college? To then leave, you already yeah. made these Yeah, and like make all, like, you know, have all these friends, like work hard at USC to like move back to... I think you're right on that. New York, um, just because I want to be with like my family and I like New York better. What do you hate about Los Angeles? <laughs> I What I don't like about it is like, oh no, I I really feel like it's not... It's very isolating in a way that I think is surprising because a lot of people say that about New York. And I agree because it's very hard to meet people in New York. You can't really just like talk to people on the street and like that's like not a culture there. But in Los Angeles, I feel like especially because I want to be in the entertainment industry, no one really it's very like ingenuine relationships. And every time you meet someone, it's like they'll treat you a certain way if they feel like they can get something from you or that your relationship to them can be fruitful in the future. But if they don't see that upon first impression, it's like they don't even bother to pursue. That might be university life. Yeah. Because there are millions of people in this city and total areas that you will not bump into industry folks. mm there's a lot of options. And if you're like, you know what? I want to go after my career. And even though I kind of want to go home, I, I'm making a mistake to leave right after college, which I think your instincts are smart on that. You did just finish. You do have connections. Maybe find a new neighborhood. Try Los Feliz. That's where I want to live. I, I think you would have, like it. I have a whole spreadsheet. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah. I have like a coworker who lives there and I have like a whole spreadsheet. But then I was like, I'm poor. Um, Get some roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you're so right. Well, in the sense that 
it's so easy to feel lost here in this like sunny, warm, frivolous climate and, and finding that specific community that you sort of bond with takes like a, a year. Totally. Especially if like you're from the East Coast, I feel like the people that I've known that have migrated tend to live in Los Angeles or like Eagle Rock or whatever or downtown, but I'm not sure I would rec- I don't know. It do it it just takes a minute to find um how to connect with people in a completely in such a migratory um like the the driving community and people don't walk and so it's hard to find that coffee shop it's hard to find the thing that you know whatever the movie theater but please hang in there but eagle rock is cheaper highland park is cheaper I don't even know those neighborhoods, I'm and I've lived here for two years. There's a lot of cool... I, I lived in New York for uh, about five years, and I didn't want to leave because I had that same thing where I'm like, I built a whole thing here, but I wasn't mm. getting paid. And then I moved here, and for the first 18 months, I hated it. I lived four blocks away on Los Palmas, and I thought, this is an entire city of one strip mall after the next. Mm. And I came from Chicago, went to New York. I'm like, I demand the city I live in has more character. And then I would meet people who had been here and they were like, yeah, totally. You do realize there's millions of people, hundreds of neighborhoods. You're talking about Hollywood. And once I was like, ah, and I realized I'd like visit a friend in the, on the West Coast, on like Venice. Mm. I'm like, you know, that's interesting. Santa Monica's interesting. I like the East Side. But I'm like, before you leave, if you're thinking of staying, give yourself like an 18 month period and just like move around a cool neighborhood. Highland Park is a super cool little area. I know this is going to sound like a fucking dick thing to say. Uh, like at this point, when you're exploring your dreams to everybody out here, it should not be about a relationship like moving to a certain place because of a relationship. And that is a fucking, right? It's kind of a bitch thing to say, though. I'm, I need to I say that. It's so true. But because I don't want it to seem like like there's not hope in sort of and the idea of love, but I just don't want anyone to resent a partner five years later for making a sacrifice that they wouldn't have necessarily made. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I love you guys. Elise, thank you yes. so much. Thank yeah. you guys. And thank, thank you. you guys so much. And thank you guys so much. And please, and big also, round wait, of applause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, oh. Can we all say a big fuck you, Sim? <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> Sim. Give us a good grade, Dick. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. And let's thank Jake Johnson, everyone. Thanks, everybody. You're We'd like to thank all of our sponsors, including our newest, Glam Squad. They offer on-demand beauty services, including hair, makeup, wedding, and nails. Anna, tell us where to go get Glam Squad. Go to GlamSquad.com and use code UNQUALIFIED and get $20 off when you book your first beauty service now through New Year's. GlamSquad.com and use the code UNQUALIFIED. UNQUALIFIED.